Hey, Wide Left Sports listeners, do I have an opportunity for you? The Billings American Legion is holding their annual Hall of Fame dinner Saturday, April 15th at the Doubletree Hotel here in Billings. And let me tell you, it is a great event. There's dinner guest speaker, which this year will be Bill Spaceman Lee, and a live auction. And the best part is every cent goes back to the boys and goes back to the Billings American Legion program. It is a great event that they hold yearly, and it is just a blast to go to. Tickets will be available soon, so be on the lookout at the Billings American Legion website. Again, that is April 15th at the Doubletree Hotel. Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by Montana State running backs coach, Jimmy Beal. How are you doing today? I'm great, man. I'm just excited to be on on the show. Of course, I'm excited to have you on. I was excited to meet you uh, at the Bobcat dinner here about a month ago now, I guess. I'm excited to have you on, though. Yeah, no, time is flying, man. I know uh, we just having that dinner up in Billings, you know, having such a connection out there was fun to be out there and you know, meet some more people. And definitely this connection was a great one for, for, for sure. For sure. So you have a deep connection to Montana State being a player at Montana State yourself. So what does it mean now to come back and be a coach? Oh, man, that's a it's a, it's a great deal. It's a, it's a, it feels like coming back home, you know, and when I got hired and I got hired by Coach Choate, um, the number one thing he told me was you're back home. And um and I love what Montana has done for me as a person, as a man, uh, my family. All that has been just, I mean, a great experience for me. And why for me, it's just like so good to be back home. I mean, playing here, I mean, the community just really brought you in and really taught, brought you as who they are. And I got to show them who I am. And it was really cool. For sure. So, you know, your uh, career brought you to two stops here in Billings, particularly. You uh, ended your football career at Rocky, and then you also coached track at MSUB. So I want to know about those two experiences and what it was like for you. Oh, man, it was great. Just because, uh, you know, sometimes you got, I mean, coaching at, you know, being in Bozeman, you just kind of experience Bozeman. A lot of times you don't be able to get out or go around the town and experience the state. And um, that really helped me have a, a love for the state and being in Billings for that whole time and being in the city, they call it, um, it, it was a good time. You know what I mean? I got to be around. I got to go downtown. I got to go hang out. Um, I got to see what a different part of Montana was was like. You know what I mean? The ridges and the, and and finding out the different sides was, was really cool. And then coaching at Rocky was fun. Man. I mean, small town football. I think that was the one of those cool things where – I got to really go to small town places. I know where Fort Benton is. I know where a few different other little small places are um, and, and really kind of see what those are, those are and why, what those people are like from those areas. And um, it was cool. And then coaching track, I'm a track guy because I also got to run track here at Bozeman as well uh, while, while I was here. So I got to I'd be a little sprinter during my time. Um, so I just naturally had a love for track as well. And uh, MSUB, I started at just a women's sprint coach. How about that? Uh, <laughs> so it was it was a, a lesson in teaching and, and dealing with different uh, personalities, I would say. 
Uh, and it was same thing. It was it was small school slash um, really good uh, really good athletes. And I and I think where I have an appreciation now for all aspects of Montana, anywhere you come from, you could be a good athlete. That's awesome. So you know, you mentioned the coach. Coach Choate, excuse me, brought you back to Bozeman to where it all kind of began. And um, what, how did that come to fruition? And what was your thought process when that was all going on? Oh man, I was excited. I was, I was really excited. You know, I was coaching at Northern Arizona for the last, uh, for the past nine seasons before that. And, you know, I call, I call Flagstaff a, a, a smaller or, or a fake Bozeman um, <laughs> because it has the, it has the, the the mountains, it has the trees, it has the people are, are pretty good there. And um, everything that Montana, except that it's not Montana, you know what I mean? Um, and where it, it was just a good experience to be out there, but to come back, it was great. You know what I mean? I mean, to be back with this community, to be, be back with Choate. I have a, a really long relationship with Choate going back to when I was coaching at Rocky, Coach Armstrong, Coach BJ, um, and Coach uh, Arm. Um, Coach Reeves, the head coach at Rocky, or all tied into Coach Choate and um, having that connection. So that connection started back in, shoot, 2006, 2007. So um, really knowing who he was as, and what he's done for the program. I'm always a Bobcat for life. And um, to see what he's been doing, to see that energy he's been bringing back to Bozeman, it, it was a great deal, and I was excited to be a part of it. That's awesome. So then, you know, after Coach Choate got the opportunity to go down to Texas and coach there Montana State brought in coach vegan who's just taking the program to even a better level what has it been like to be on his staff as well oh man it's 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 fun it's fun because it's it's it, I'm growing still as a coach and I think that's the one thing I love that I'm able to do with this staff is still grow as a coach you know I've been coaching for a while now and that's always your you're always trying to find out what your why is in coaching and um, being mentored by Coach Vegan, um, he really puts it in place where it's about the players and really, really having your program kind of filtered up and from the players up. And I think that's where our players feel like they have a voice. They feel like they have a, a say in our program and, and our and our culture, who we are, and really seeing that fruition and be out there on the field. For sure. So. For you being the running backs coach at Montana State, you've got a pretty important job considering uh, the offense is pretty much running. <laughs> so how cool is it to have, you know, that position and I guess have such almost a control of the offense with the offense that MSU does run? Yeah, no, first it goes back to playing running back. I mean, the pride in being an actual Bobcat running back, I think that's one of the coolest things that I bring uh, to a to running back room right now. I mean, the passion of knowing, seeing Ryan Johnson, seeing the greats, um, you know, do what they do and have a, a kind of an understanding of that past and what it means to be a Bobcat bat. And that's one thing that we break in our room all the time, Bobcat bat. And um, I think that's essentially due to pride and knowing where, you know, how it, our, our history kind of get us, got us here as a dominant running team, as a team that prides itself on being tough, hard-nosed runners, and um, ultimately being Bobcat built. And, and and it started with me as a player and learning, being a guy coming from Southern California, seeing all the tough Montana running backs that we've had, and and just seeing buy into the culture of what is more than just a program as Montana. And um, our guys are, are loving that. I mean, that's where it starts. And then also, 
you know, just letting the guys know that they have a have a role. You know, what I mean, their role is going to be different. I have so many different styles of running back, and this year was a, a testament to it. Playing, you know, up to my sixth string running back, um, and all of them playing and starting a game at one point in, in last season. Um, but it really just starts in that way of knowing that they have a role and they have a idea of like of what we do, and um, that's a pride a pride for sure. For sure. You know, I was just, that was going to be my next question was the uh, running back room seemed super thin at times last year. <laughs> um, you know, what was it like to deal with that adversity and that amount of injury in a year and still have such a success that you guys did? Well, I'm, I'm going to be count honorary Tommy Malott and Sean Chambers as running backs. Uh, they scored a lot of touchdowns and they had a lot of yards. So they're honorary. And um and now you could throw Derek Snell in the mix too. I mean he's an honorary as well. Um, but uh, no, I mean the one thing that we do here, we train. The way we train, um, it's just not the first guy. It's just not the starter. It's the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth guy, all getting viable reps starting in a couple of weeks in spring ball. Um, you're not going to just see the first guy get all the reps. That's something we don't do. And it was a building of trust. Those guys are building up trust, whether it's in the weight room, whether it's in the in the, in, the, in the training room, wherever that situation, uh, we give them opportunity to build trust in our program and allowing those guys to have meaningful reps in practice in the spring, in the summer. I think that just made it my job easier and to, for us to be able to find out what their strengths are, you know, put them in the best uh, way to be able to be successful. For sure. You know, I, I joked with my family as we were watching the games, um, when is the Bobcat running back going to end up being Taco Dowler? <laughs> Don't worry. I like Taco too now. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm a Billings guy as well. So, you know, having Taco and Caden here, I mean, you know, I mean, a couple of those Billings guys, I mean, those are, those are my guys. I still, I mean, give them crap about all kinds of different stuff, but uh, I can get Taco now. Taco can, can run. So yeah, can. I'll take him. You know, the first <laughs> part of running back is run. So uh, anyone, anybody can run, I, I'll borrow them and make them honorary. <laughs> For sure. So, you know, another cool thing that you have in your running back room is you have Garrett Kuhn and now his brother. What is that brotherly connection going to be like? And how cool is it to see Garrett, obviously due to injury, have some, you know, valuable time last year? Yeah, I think it goes back to tradition. I mean, when I played, I had Ryan Elliott and Grant Elliott, and we had Blake Wolf and and those guys, and so we were able to have a a brotherhood, and I think that's a tradition of pride, and and it goes back to our program of how deep we are really going, and um, to see the the amount of success that Garrett had in high school as a Gatorade Player of the Year, and and still chose to come here over a few Big Sky schools, and and um and really know that he could do something here in this program, um, it started with his honorary brother, uh, Coy Steele. You know what I mean? And and I think that connection with us and Sheridan is, is, a, is a big one. And I know Coach B.J. Robinson uh, had a lot to do with that. Um, so um, having uh, Garrett is, is amazing. He's a great player, phenomenal th uh, guy. And then as I, as I recruit and, and talk to different guys, it's all about family. So I got to see little Colson uh, two years ago. I mean, I got to see him just doing his thing. I got to start building a relationship with him just as a, as, as a bigger brother in our room, you know, and um, it was kind of an easier decision for him to see, you know what I mean, to come into our, you know, knowing Ari, how we do things, knowing my personality, 
uh, knowing that we his brothers has success and that he's a good player for us um, and that they're different by all means, by statue and everything like that. But he has his own journey that he's going to be able to have here and Gary's going to have his success. And I think Colson's going to have that as well. That's awesome for sure. So Bobcats have obviously been super successful. You've kind of been either at MSU or near MSU through all of it. How cool has it been to see really the whole transition of the program? Yes. I mean, I, I got here in 02 and um, that was our first year when we ended the streak. And um, that was where you kind of saw the, like, it really just shift the shift in the flag of, of us being able to be on the rise and, and us being a big factor in Montana. And um, throughout the years of that, with the last part of Kramer, then, then with, um, with coach as well. So I, I think you guys are, are, were able to see just the keep on growth. And I think the biggest thing is the community. Uh, I think us as coaches are out going out in the community, doing quarterback clubs in different areas and, and really touching all sides of Montana. And, and it's a big thing you see on game day. I mean, you see people coming from five hours away, driving just for our, our, our game day. And that's why our, our stadium's packed out, rocked out. Um, and I think that's one thing for me, even as a coach on, on the opposite side, coming back here and just seeing, feeling the energy. Uh, my first my first game back is when they put in Sandy Holland. And our quarterback, I can remember from this day, our quarterback got a uh, delay of game because he was over there trying to pump up the crowd when I was at NAE. I'm like, don't don't roll up the crowd. What are we doing? You know what I mean? Uh, and just to see that addition, just see the the growth and what this new facility, um, the indoors coming, you know what I mean? Just to see the growth of us being on a level of such a great standard. And I think that goes back to that Bobcat community, that Bobcat nation is something, something strong. For sure. You know, you mentioned breaking the streak against the Grizz and uh, this year's Brawl in the Wild had a little bit of extra flair with game day. How, I, I know as a coach, maybe you didn't get the full experience, but how cool was it to even know that they were on campus and know that Bobcat Grizz was in the spotlight for the whole nation? Well, I, I, I I'll put up our, our the Cat Grizz with any rival game there is, you know what I mean? Just because it's such a big deal to the state. And I think the one thing you can really kind of see is being a guy from Southern California and, and different areas is people know about the Bobcat Grizz game. Uh, and they they hear about it. They 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 kind of know a little bit about it. But what College Game Day did for us is put it on a national scene. And I think that's the one of the coolest thing, going back to the history of it, the time and the the the, the battle. And then, of course, having a rocked out stadium. Plus, it was being cold that day. So it's all encompassing all of what a Cat Grizz game really is. And um, I, I remember hearing about uh, the guys on on, on on college game day being on, over there being cold and everything like that. Next thing you know, our guys are coming out in, in sleeves and we're, we're, we're not, we're not phased by it. You know what I mean? Okay. Undersurge guys running around and uh, that shows about Bobcats. You know what I mean? That shows about our, our, our ability to do what we do and, and how big our stage is really here. For sure. So the last two years, the Bobcats have been super successful. I mean, two years ago, they were in the national championship. Last year, they were in the semifinal. What can the Bobcats do, hopefully, this year to, again, make it to the national championship and maybe win it this year? Yeah, I think um, the biggest thing that we got to do is keep training. The way we train, the way we are able to do 
the number of things that we've done in, in the postseason is because of the work that guys are doing now. I think that is a big part of it, and we're still pretty young. I mean, our old line is coming back. We'll be pretty much juniors juniors across the board. Um, our running backs are coming back with, you know, some guys that are some seniors, but, again, we're still pretty young at running back as well. Um, and and really see that transition of those guys taking that next step. Um, and I think that's the same for defense. I mean, that D-line of ours is going to be phenomenal, in, in my opinion. And uh, we get to go against we're, we're competing every day, and um, we're going to come, I mean, we're going to see – you know, if we're going to be able to put the time in, the work that it's going to take for us to be able to go to the next level. And I just think it's part of the process. I think it's right now, right now, we're worried about right now and in spring ball and, and getting bigger, faster, stronger. Summertime, I know they're going to be dialed in for that summer season. And then when fall season hits, it's all in phases. So right now is a big part of it. And I think if the way we're attacking it right now, I, I see some good things. That's awesome. So one of my things here with my podcast too along with just telling great stories is I want to make sure that our athletes get to the highest level they can. So for running backs in our state that want to come to the Bobcats, how do they get on your radar? Yeah. I mean, the one cool thing is coming to camp, coming to camp and being a part of the Bobcat nation. You know what I mean? I think that's one thing where um, you look at like a guy like Adam Jones, uh, you know, who is, you know, from the other side of the, the, the state, you know what I mean? He was a guy that came to camp. He's a guy that really showcased his want to be here at, at be a Bobcat. And uh, we saw it. We saw it from the first time he stepped on campus. We saw it from when he was working through drills in camp. We saw that his ability to come compete. And um, we really saw his want to be a Bobcat. And I think that's the number one thing that separates a lot of people um, from other places um, that love to be a Bobcat will make you do so many different things. And, and and a lot of guys that come into our program from other states, it takes them a little bit of time to understand really what that is. And the guys that have that true want, that that ride, ride or die blue and gold, you see them play a little, a little bit different. You know, Tommy Malott, you know what I mean? Uh, that's a big one. You know, that I mean, Troy Anderson, those guys, RJ Fitzgerald, you know what I mean? Those guys that have played running back-ish right. <laughs> for us. Um, <laughs> have all been those guys that are true, true Bobcats. And I think that's, that's where it starts, but, you know, coming to camp, having a connection with me on Twitter or, or on, on, uh, on the cell phone, whatever that might be, communication is a key, but come up, coming up to us and seeing us is a big part of it. For sure. So, you know, you brought up someone that I've had on, I had Adam Jones on my podcast to talk about Sentinel and um, one thing that he mentioned, and so did JJ Dolan, who I've talked to, the Bobcats are kind of relentless when it comes to communicating with their people that they are recruiting. So is that just your plan that you really want to make sure that they're seen and noticed? You know, when you have people that are interested in you, do you want to make sure that they know that you're interested in them as well? Correct. I mean, that's where it starts. I mean, you want to, you want to be recruited. You know I mean? We want that guy to know that we want them. We're invested in them just as much as they're going to be invested in us. And I think that building of a, of a relationship is strong in, in the recruiting. Um, you can't just be out there and be like, okay, I offer you and, and never talk to you again or never have communication. Um, because in recruiting, it's all about relationship. I think you have to build a relationship with me as a position coach. You have to build a, a relationship with our head coach who does a great job of reaching out. And like you said, he's the guy that's leading the charge in, in writing letters and, and sending text messages and, and, and just having that open communication to realize 
hey, it's, it's football for sure, but also we're talking about raising men and um and building them up to build be something in the next four to five years, something that's even bigger than football. And um that connection, I just got invited to another wedding um this summer, you know what I mean, from a guy so that, that I coach. And I think those relationships that you build through the process is, are, are are what is why it's my why. You know what I mean? It's why we want to be a coach. And I think in recruiting, that's why you do it. Either you do it or you don't. And you know, getting to players like JJ and, and Adam, I think it shows why why they're coming here. That's awesome. I mean, you want to talk about two Swiss Army knives, so you could do whatever you want with them. They're both. They played everywhere for Sentinel. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And and I think that's that's great for us. I mean, getting those type of caliber athletes in our program um, that have a love for the, the 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 program, and then also now we get to use them in our own toolbox. You know, how do we want to use them this week? How do we want to use them this time? You know what I mean? And then having that position versatility um, is something great. I think that's big for us. And, you know, go back to Troy Anderson or Tommy. (laughs) Tommy was playing receiver for us at one point. You know what I mean? Um, So, I mean, those things of having guys, you know, who who can do multiple things is big. For sure. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for coming on and talking about Bobcat football. I always love it. So, yeah, just thank you so much. No problem, Mitch. If you need anything, man, I'm always here, man. I'd love to have you uh, come in whenever you have free time, man. So let me know. That'd be great. All right. I'll talk to you later. Thanks so much. All right. Appreciate you. Hey, guys. Mitch here with Wide Left Sports. And do I have a company I would love to highlight for you? It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, So yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.